running up the score. You're listening to the Running Up the Score podcast. Now here's your host, Jerry Napoleonello. All right, here we go. Running Up the Score, Jerry Napoleonello here with you. We had a very, very interesting week uh, in terms of everything. I mean, we were talking about it last week of how we're pumped about these games heading into week six. Bills, Chiefs, Cowboys, Eagles, two of the biggest games of the season so far. They did not disappoint, um, and I'm going to get into those shortly. Uh, I got my power rankings that I want to get into uh, heading into week seven. Um, also, there's a lot of stuff going on in the uh, the hobby, the sports card world, and I want to get into that, and uh, it's, it's definitely interesting. You know, there's a lot of stuff going on right now with the biggest breaker breaking company uh, in the hobby, Backyard Break. So I want to get into that. We got some uh, upcoming releases. We're going to get into that. Uh, um, you know, th- some big releases in Madden, in uh, Madden Ultimate Team. We're going to get into that. We're starting Season 2. So uh, that's going to be interesting as well. Uh, and then maybe touch on some, um, you know, gambling towards the end. But here we go. Let's get into it right away. Bills Chiefs. Hello. This is this is what we were waiting for this week. We were pumped about it. Absolutely pumped about it. And we got a great game. Tony Romo called it perfectly. 24-20. We had Bills beat the Chiefs. Easily the two best teams in the league. Easily. Um It was the ending of the game was unlike Mahomes. He made you know a very uh, stupid throw, ended up getting picked off. That led to the game-winning touchdown from Allen to Dawson Knox. Uh, the biggest difference that I that I saw in this game compared to last year's uh, division uh, division game in the playoffs was Von Miller. Von Miller. He, you know, they constantly brought him up during the game, calling him the closer, you know, and it, it's true. Um, he really made his mark in that game, and he uh, he definitely got into Mahomes' um, kitchen, as they would say, uh, a lot, and, you know, made it very uncomfortable in the pocket, and that's what you're looking for, and that's what the Bills looked for when they brought him in. Uh, still pissed that the Cowboys did not make a move on him, but that's not here nor there. This will be the AFC Championship game. This will. the The thing that sucks for the Chiefs is just that this was like a two game swing, and, and Romo was talking about it during the broadcast. This is this is a two game swing because now not only are you a game down behind these guys, but in the tiebreaker. You already lost to this team, so you need this team to lose twice, where you're not losing any games. Uh, so that's where it's tough for the Chiefs. And Buffalo is not going to be an easy place to go into in the playoffs. So, you know, the Chiefs are definitely going to be 
hoping for, uh, you know, a slip up from the Bills, you know, at any point in this season. And the Chiefs, you know, they they made a um, a telling move, I guess you could say, during this this week, heading into Week Seven. They restructured Travis Kelsey's deal to free up some space. They freed up, uh, I think, close to $4 million or so. And the rumor is it's for Odell Beckham. But also now there was a a thing that came out about Odell that he probably won't be able to play at least until December. So that's another interesting factor. Deshaun Jackson was signed by the Ravens, by the way. That was one of the other transactions that happened. Um you know, so th- that's that's the difference in this this game. This, that's the difference in this matchup. You know, now most likely we're looking at a Bills Chiefs AFC Championship game in Buffalo. Um, so that that's huge because Kansas City is a huge home field advantage, and Buffalo is the same. So it, it's gonna be it's gonna be fun to watch how this season plays out and ends up. Um, towards the end of uh, the playoffs. And if you keep seeing me uh, look up, it's because I'm watching the Yankee game right now. Game two, ALCS. Let's go Yanks. Um, so let's move on to the other big game in this the, like this past week, the Eagles and the Cowboys. Right off the bat, I will tell you, um, if you felt like there was a quarterback controversy, you are sadly, sadly mistaken. And I think everybody kind of changed their tune after this game because Cooper Rush looked rough in this one. And it, it really showed. He he was able to to keep the teams uh the you know the Cowboys in games prior to this one. And that was the one thing that we were worried about because this was the the one high high powered offense that he was going to have to match. And that was what I was worried about because I didn't think he was going to be able to match uh, an, a high-powered offense. The fact that they were able to play so well against uh, Los Angeles, I don't know if that's um, a tale of the Cowboys being that good on defense, which absolutely was a factor in that game, but also that um, the Rams just weren't the Rams, uh, you know, their offense. So, this was the real test for Cooper Rush. And you know what? Maybe it was just one game too many. And the Cowboys do get Dak Prescott back this week to play the Lions. I think it's a perfect game to get to get acclimated. Um, you know, their, their defense is not scary in the slightest. Their offense has actually been high-powered this year, which is surprising. Um, but... In terms of defense, uh, it's a it's a team that you shouldn't really be worried about. Um, but now this is this might be an unpopular opinion, okay? And it's gonna be reflective in my power rankings. But the Eagles aren't really the powerhouse that everybody is saying they are. They're not, and I um, I'm sorry if you if you you feel that way. Like, 
that you think that this team is a powerhouse. They, yes, they are 6-0. and Who did they play? Exactly. Um, now you have Cooper Rush, who's a backup. And he showed that, yes, he's probably he's a formidable backup. One game, two games, that's it. He'll get you, you know, something good. He'll, he'll keep your team in it. But he's not that guy that's going to take you the rest of the season and, and keep you, you know, around. This Eagles team were was up 20 to 3 at halftime. 20 to 3. And they let the Cowboys come back to 20 to 17 at one point. And then they had a very very good drive. But I mean, let's be serious now. This team is not as high powered as we think they are. To do what they did against the Dallas Cowboys. As a Cowboys fan, I'm not worried about them. I'm really not. You put Dak in that game. It, it's probably a win on the Cowboys side. I'm, I'm just being totally honest. I'm not even trying to be biased on it. This team. 4-1. and one, and, I, and I tweeted it out. If you were to tell me that. Week one, you'd get absolutely flattened out by Tampa Bay. But you only give up 19 points. But you just couldn't score anything. And Dak Prescott was to break his thumb on his throwing hand, have surgery with plates and screws, and potentially miss the season. Or at least five to six weeks. And you were to tell me that in the time that he's out, Cooper Rush carries this team, or I wouldn't say carry, that that's a bad word, but um helps this team to a four and one record. Four and two overall. I probably would have laughed at you. I probably would have told you you're an idiot. Um but I would have sat back and said, you know what? Yeah. I would absolutely take that in a heartbeat. I probably would have even took two and two or three and two or two and three because that still keeps you in, you know, in the balance. But the fact that he got them to four and one and this defense was the reason that that was that they are four and one. And. With a division that has a six and O team and a five and one team, I mean, I it's it's remarkable that the Cowboys are at the point where they are, and I think they're in such good, such a good position, such a good position. But again, the Eagles aren't as good as we all think they are. They have an, a gimmicky offense, okay, and for a team, especially like the Cowboys, with uh, you know, a mastermind defensive coordinator in Dan Quinn, an absolutely star-studded defense, and I'm still saying they're the top defense in the league, and to to hold this team 
to to face this team again for a second time, knowing what they saw in in the first game, you know the little RPO type thing, AJ Brown coming around and you know putting Michael Parsons in uh, on an island basically, and just reading the play off of him. Uh, what are you gonna do now? Because now the Cowboys have that. They know what you're going to do. And if I'm the, you know, the Dallas Cowboys going into game two, and I believe they play um, each other Christmas Eve, I want to say. They go into that game, and you put the ball, or you make them put the ball in Jalen Hurts' hands? I'm not worried about it. I am not at all worried about it. And I'm happy. If you could do that, no chance the Eagles win that game. So, I I thought the week was fantastic. Uh, you know, headlined by these two games. And like I said, I wanted to give my power rankings. Okay, here we go. I'm going to start from 10. I'm going to go Bengals 3-3. Three and three. I think the Bengals now have a uh, a schedule that is, um, I don't want to say easy, but, uh, you know, kind of like get right games. And I think that they can definitely squeeze out a bunch of these games in a row and get to a decent record and put themselves in a good spot to make the playoffs. Ravens at number 9. Lamar Jackson is a it, it, this year is the worst fourth quarter quarterback in the league. Um they're struggling to hold leads. Now they've had leads in these games. I mean the Dolphins game, the game against the Giants, these are games that they have to they have to close out, and they're just not closing them out. And not only are they making them close, they're losing the games. Um, so right now, I'm, I'm holding them at nine, but if they lose again this week, and they play Cleveland, they lose against this against Cleveland this week, they're out of my top ten, and probably out of the top fifteen. Um, then we got number eight. We're going Chargers. They're four and two Chargers. Again, this team, and I've said it over and over the last three years, four years. I mean, we could say it literally for the last 15 years when it comes to the Chargers. They're just such an inconsistent team. They really are. They're a team that's up and down. It's a, They'll have a, a great week, absolutely great week, where you're like, holy shit, this team is taking the next step to the fact that we were like, oh, Justin Herbert, MVP. Like he he's in the, he's definitely going to be in the MVP conversation, and then they have a, another week where it's like, what happened? What happened to this team? This team's defense was supposed to be so good, really. I mean, when we we're looking at it in the off season, they add Khalil Mack to Joey Bosa, they add J.C. Jackson to Derwin James. I mean, this team it's like, oh my God, this team's going to be disgusting. J.C. Jackson, last year, was one of, if not the best, cornerback in the league. 
and now he's getting benched. It's it's absolutely absurd what goes on with this Chargers team. I have them at eight. These are where we get shocking, shocking teams. How about the two New York teams, Jets and the Giants? I have Jets seven, Giants six. Jets might actually be a good team. I mean, it's it's crazy for me to say. The Jets might actually be a good team. Zach Wilson shows signs of being a very, very, very good quarterback. And, you know, I, I'm happy for the Jets fans. This is a team that they, you know, they want to see do well. And it's just over and over again. They're just, It's just horrible. Um, but we have, you know, a guy like Sauce Gardner playing the way he's playing. Uh, and it made they they he actually made a good point, and I I didn't have a chance to look this up, and I don't know if it's true or not, but when you get selected for a London game, there's choices that you have after it. You can choose to have your bye week after your London trip, or you can choose the team that you're playing the week after. Now, obviously, you go into it and you're given the teams that you're going to play. You just don't know what week you're playing them. Um, But it would be interesting if that is true, that you can select a team. And, in fact, that would mean the Packers selected the Jets and they lost. So that's uh, that was a, a cool clip after the game that Gardner said, he's like, hey, they picked us. They could have had a bye. They picked us. And that's what you get. Giants 5-1. and one. So this team is another team. They haven't played much of a competition, and even the games that they have won, they didn't win by much. So, to me, and like I again, you know, the teams that they've played were not good. You know, you beat Carolina by three. Um, you know, I, I will say the, the Ravens game. But, it, again, it's, you know, they had to come back. Uh, they were losing that game. You know, and then it, it's just I want to see this team play a good, good team. Because they've, they've already played a good team in the Dallas Cowboys and they lost to a backup. So, I want to see this team play a good team. And you know what? This this week, for the Giants, and I, and I was talking to a couple of Giant fans. Some of them are delusional. Some of them are realistic. This might be a trap game for the Giants. You know, they're feeling good 5-1. and one. Fans are feeling good. Now they go into Jacksonville to play a Jacksonville team that's, that's hungry. And... Uh, they show signs of being a good team eventually. They have a quarterback that is very, very good. So uh, I'm interested to see what happens between the ja- the Jags and the Giants, but I think this is a trap game. This is definitely a trap game. Uh, then we're going at number five. I got the Dallas Cowboys. They beat the Giants, so I'm putting them, even though they're 4-2, and two, I'm putting them over the Giants. My number four team is the Vikings. The Vikings are are sneaky 
good right now. Sneaky. No one's really talking about them. All talking about the Bills, the Chiefs, the Eagles. Cowboys are coming up a lot. The Giants are, are good. The Jets are good. And you got the Vikings that are just slithering through. Hey, we're 5-1, and one, but you don't know. So I have the Vikings at 4. Now, this is where I ruffle some feathers. Number 3 in my power rankings... The Philadelphia Eagles. The 6-0 and Philadelphia Eagles. Yes, I have them at number three. Because you cannot tell me, and I've said this over and over again these past two weeks, it's disrespectful to the Chiefs and the Bills to have the Eagles over them. The Bills and the, the Chiefs are far superior to the Eagles. So, yes, the 6-0 and Eagles are number three in my power rankings. Number two, I'm going Chiefs. And one, I'm going Bills, basically because of this game. So, how do you like them apples? But let's get into the sports card talk, because I wanted to get into this uh, a bunch. Because it's just, there's been a lot to talk about. Um... But before I get to that, I want to get into some of the uh, the upcoming releases that are coming. Uh, I'm going to talk about, basically, they're all coming out the same day. That is the 21st, so that is Friday. That is tomorrow. Um, let me just get the sell sheets up so I can tell you exactly what you're getting when you buy these boxes. And again, I, like if you if you noticed... Um, when I'm doing these release dates on cards, I'm sticking to the main ones. I'm sticking to, to baseball. I'm sticking to football. I'm sticking to basketball. Um, sometimes I'll throw in some hockey, but I'm not getting into soccer. I'm not getting into lacrosse. I'm not getting into any of that stuff. Um, so you'll you'll basically, on this show, when we're talking cards, we're talking football, basketball, baseball, and sometimes hockey. And then we'll get into some, you know, WWE, um, UFC, possibly. You know, so first up, we got 2021, uh, 2022, sorry for that. 2022 Panini Certified Football. You're going to get that price at 225 It releases tomorrow. So now with this one, you will get one freshman fabric mirror signatures that's two for oh almost turned two almost turned two um so you're getting one freshman fabric mirror signatures or piece of the game signature one additional autograph two mem cards 10 inserts two rookies or rookie parallels three numbered parallels um with this product your uh see if they they show the short prints here um so you have the mighty which is a brand new um short print we have another new one that's called certified stunners um and then a popular insert within it is you know basically um the it i guess it just shows uh, the year 
basically. And uh, it's a popular insert within the certified brand. 2022 returns to showcase the top stars from this year's loaded freshman class. Um, you know, so that that's with this one. The the cards look really good. Um, the fabric mirror signatures look like that's actually a really nice card. The rookies teal looks good. The mirror signatures awesome. Um, you have some Canton certified signatures as well. Piece of the game signatures are really nice. Um, so again. Five cards per pack, ten packs per box, sixteen boxes per case, two twenty-five a box. That comes out on Friday. Also coming out Friday, we have 2021, 2022. You're probably seeing some FOTL boxes come out. Um we have Panini Spectra basketball. You're getting four packs per box, four cards per pack. That is coming in at about eleven hundred dollars. It's eleven twenty, eleven twenty-five. And with this, now you you have the heavy rookie class that you've got. You know, Jalen Green, Evan Mobley, Scotty Barnes, Cade, uh, Cade Cunningham. Oh, Bregman just hit a three-run home run. Awesome. That's. Absolutely horrendous. I hate this Astros team. I really do. Jesus. Um, so back to this. We got uh, in the zone autographs. Full spectrum signatures. Nebula. We got color blast in this one. Solar Eclipse is cool. Diamond Anniversary is there with the 75th anniversary of the NBA. Um, you're getting four autographs, four parallels in this one. Each pack contains one autograph and one parallel, including silver, celestial, interstellar, meta, gold, universal die cut, marble, and one of a kind nebula. Um, you can chase the color blast, the short print color blast, as we said. Those are uh, one of the nicest cards. Um, and the solar eclipse along with the diamond anniversary, as I said, are the short prints. Um, so this is a really cool product. It's a little over my price range, though. So that's up to you if you feel as though you can pull off a $1,200 box to, to, to dome, basically, by yourself. Um, but next up, we have Panini 3-2 Baseball 2022. Now... Obviously, they make it as like a a phrase from the sport. So with football, you have um, it's just Panini one. Um, but with basketball, it's one and one. Baseball, it's three and two. This box again, when you have baseball and you have Panini, it is unlicensed. So these team, these players are not wearing or they are wearing but they're not their team is not on their uniforms or hats or helmets hats whatever you want but this is a really nice um product you're getting five cards per pack one pack per box ten boxes per case in the box break you will get a one slab auto one slab mem card 
one base, one rookie or prospect, and one insert. You're hunting players like Fernando Tatis and Shohei Otani in the ultra-rare insert swag. Um, there are some jumbo, uh, jumbo patches as well, but you're looking for guys like O'Neill Cruz, Wander Franco, Spencer Torkelson. These are the guys. These are the chase. And uh, this one is coming in at about 225. Good-looking cards. Again, you know, this is... Uh, it's unlicensed, so you're going to get what you're going to get. But the fact that Wander Franco's in it, the fact that O'Neill Cruz is in it, and the fact that... I, I actually... I don't see... I have to look at the checklist, but... I wonder if Julio Rodriguez is in this. I, I would have to guess so if Spencer Torkelson and O'Neill Cruz and uh, Wander Franco are in it. But I have to check the, the, the checklist. Next up, we have, and this is our last one, is 2022 Topps Luminar uh, Luminaries Baseball. And this one is coming in at about five uh, four fifty dollars a box, you're getting one pack per box, one card per back. So, this is a one card box at 450. That's a bit crazy. But this card is so sick. Masters of the Mound Autograph Ultra Book. I mean, it looks like you got guys like Jacob DeGrom, Randy Johnson, Pedro Martinez. Greg Maddox, Nolan Ryan. Looks like Shohei Otani's in that as well. I mean, that's a crazy-looking booklet. Even Garrett Cole's in there. Um, so, yeah, this is uh, this is basically up to you. I, I mean, $450 for one card. That's, that's, that's a bit high in price. But, I mean, even look at this booklet. Cal Ripken. Derek Jeter and Fernando Tatis. That's sick. Um, yeah, so that's these are all coming out on Friday, Thursday, October 21st. Again, I'm recording this uh, on Thursday. So I. by the time you hear this, you probably either have bought it or you're not buying it. <laughs> um, but... That's it. So let's get into this uh, this situation that happened over this past week. Okay. Um, backyard breaks. They are known around the hobby. Most hate them. And a lot of people love breaking with them because they're stuff like this. You're going to hit big. When you're breaking with backyard breaks, you might pay a lot, but again, that's the prices of the products dictate your price and breaks. And right now it's just very high. I mean, you're starting to see a lot of the football um, boxes in 2022 lower, um, which I mean, oh, let's go. Here we go. Score, Judge. Oh, second and third, no outs. There we go. Um, but yeah, 
So they so now this this guy on Twitter, Collectibles Guru, Eric Whiteback. A lot of followers. Uh is known pretty well in the in the hobby. Basically, Backyard Breaks ended up pulling um I believe it was the Cade Cunningham um National Treasures one of one. I want to say the logo man. And all of a sudden now like everything's starting to come up. You know, the the LeBron logo man. The Warriors logo man. The um Cade Cunningham black one of one prism that they got an FOTL, which that that card could have came out of a hobby or uh, FOTL first off the line. So basically this guy did all this math and he came up with backyard would have to rip $40 million worth of these three products, which is national, uh, national treasures, prism and flawless. And basically what he's saying is that they would have a 0.5% chance to hit all four of these cards. Now, my thing is, and I've listened to a bunch of uh, podcasts talk about it. Um, I I watched the the Jeff Wilson um, episode talking about it. I listened to Sports Card Nonsense talk about it and they like sports cards nonsense has always you know said that backyard is just not their cup of tea they can't stand the yelling they can't stand the shirts off like that's it's just they have an acquired taste you know and that's what it comes down to when it comes to to backyard breaks is that they're just a younger crowd and they're enjoying doing what they're doing and they have a crazy crazy fandom and I, I'm one of them. I, I, I loved, you know, I, I've only been in the hobby. I mean, other than, you know, collecting back when I was a kid. But getting really into the hobby, I'm only about a year in. So I started watching Backyard Breaks right off the rip when I, you know, was looking into this. You know, and the fact that, you know, I have aspirations to end up breaking. Eventually, you know, it's just cards are a lot of money. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, you know, with my aspirations of breaking, I kind of turn to them to see, like, you know, if they're that successful, let me just watch what they're doing. And a lot of people hate what they do because of the whole Trevor Lawrence thing. You know, the giveaway that they ended up not giving away. And then eventually, you know, it just, it was a whole big thing. And people still, like, are obsessing over it. So they just hate that this, you know, these group of kids are killing the hobby. And I I don't mean killing it as in, like, you know, they're ruining it. I'm talking about killing it as in, like, they're just the top of the game they are the uh the benchmark in the hobby the most popular 
But the the telling part of this, okay, when this whole thing came out, the telling part to me was that you had other big breaking companies. You know, you had Blaze, you had um, Layton, you had um, Pull Wax, like guys like, like Clubhouse. I also saw guys like that coming to the aid of backyard breaks, which is crazy because you know what? That's the competition. You know, for guys like that, like Blez, Pull Wax, you know, Clubhouse, backyard breaks is their competition. So if anybody is on the forefront of, yeah, they're they're getting loaded boxes. They're getting, you know, juiced boxes from Panini. They would be on the forefront of that. But they're not. And that was the telling thing to me. I don't really care about the fans. I don't care about, like, you know, the people that are in the hobby that that just hate on backyard breaks. Sports card nonsense. Um, Mike Giuseppe is... He's engulfed in the hobby. He he knows a lot of people. And in their uh, their episode about this, he said, I reached out to three people and uh, at Panini. And they basically said it's it, like they're not they can't juice the, the boxes. <laughs> it's like, you know, when you really think about it, first of all, Panini does not sell directly to breakers. So right there should just end the whole argument. It doesn't work like that. Panini doesn't do that. So they're getting these off of, you know, distributors. And like Prism is all computer, like it is all like computer packed and everything. So again, like with Panini Prism, nobody's packing these, you know. And they're some of these cards that they've pulled were pulled like way after the the release. And at that point, Panini has no more boxes of those; they sell out right away. So how is that happening? I mean, like people are talking about. You know, the whole monopoly scheme with uh, with McDonald's like this, like there's a rogue um, employee doing this. The thing that astonished me was just that, you know, I, I heard that Backyard Breaks revenue is like a hundred million dollars a year, which is absurd. And I'm happy for them. I, I You know, I I don't know them too well, but I know them enough. You know, um, I talked to Triz a lot um i met them down in uh at the national in atlantic city i've broken with them they're you know it, it's just it's a fun they're, they're just a like a a bunch of cool guys i must say I, like I, I i'll say that and i you know i will say right now uh, i'm working on it but we have an agreement and I do have coming up uh, Grant Telford coming on. And I also have Nikki Rips 
coming on as well. So look out for those interviews. But again, Josh Luber even came out and weighed in on Backyard. And he said it just... It's it's nonsense. All it is is absolutely the best and free advertisement for Backyard Breaks. Because right now I'm looking at an article from Barstool Sports. Barstool Sports did an article on this whole thing. The Athletic picked up an article on this. Darren Ravel posts about this. So, and I mean, it doesn't get any better than the response of Nick Telford and Backyard Breaks. And I'll play the video here. Um, I mean, it was just, it doesn't get any better than that. The other good thing, the other, you know, that that's really all I have to say about this whole backyard thing. If I look into it more and I get more information, I will, uh, I'll talk about it again. Uh, but I'm sure once I have Grant and Nick on, uh, we'll, we'll probably talk about it, you know, and, uh, I'm, I'm pretty pumped about that. I had Triz on a couple of weeks ago. Uh, you should check that out if you haven't already, but, um, Cool thing before I get into the really cool thing. 2022 Don Russ football is expanding their base set and uh, is offering a new downtown twist. Their base set is going to go from 350 to 400. Um, They're promising at least one auto and one memorabilia, 12 parallels, 42 inserts, 18 rookie cards, um, and there's a Super Bowl downtown. So it's not... Uh, the downtown is not basically where the team is, like where that player plays. It's where they um, succeeded in the Super Bowl. So that's that's going to be really cool. And you know the the talk going into this this new year of product in football, 2022, was that it's such a weak draft uh, draft class. There's not a lot of hype around it. The boxes are cheap. This and that. Um, but can Bailey Zappi be the reason that these become a chase? I mean, that's I, I'm I'm so pumped about it. I pulled him out of a, an elite box, got a pen pal, sold it for almost a hundred dollars. Uh, actually, over a hundred dollars for a card that I thought was about ten dollars at first when I first pulled it. Had no idea. I thought it was a Mac Jones at first because they look alike. Uh, but I pulled that card and I'm like, all right, well, I'm just going to hold it because I don't know when this guy's ever going to see the field. I mean, he's like a year younger than Mac Jones. Mac Jones gets hurt and now Bailey Zappi's doing unbelievable. I mean, what is Belichick going to do in terms of this? I mean, his, like, Bailey Zappi's, like, cards are like up 300%. It's absolutely absurd. Um, but I'm here for it. I'm absolutely here for it. Can he be the flair to boost this draft class, to boost the the product of 2022 in, the, in football? And I'm here for it. I'm hoping it is. 
because you have Kenny Pickett, who p- was playing well against the Bucks before he got hurt. Um, you know he's starting now. The Titans are doing okay, so you know I, I don't know if we're gonna see Malik Willis this year, but overall, I, I mean, it's not just like obviously the the quarterbacks really drive uh, the hobby, but. It's not just the quarterback. Like, look at the draft class so far. Brees Hall. Um, you know, you have uh, George Pickens. You know, guys like that. It's like, you know, this this is actually a good draft class. And I don't understand why, you know, they're like everybody's so down on it. And I think Bailey Zappi could be the guy. Like, if he ends up staying in, Belichick says, you know what, I, Mac, I'm sorry, but. You've been Wally Pipped. You know, this is this is Bailey's happy show now. I wonder if this is like, you know, something that's gonna really drive the prices up. And I mean, it probably already has um a little bit, but yeah, I mean this is uh this is exciting. But what's even more exciting is that when I was at the national, had a bunch of cards with me, and I've been wanting to get them graded. And I used the um, the bulk eighteen dollar uh, grading price on twenty cards, and I did that at the national. I finally got some cards graded for the first time, and I got them back. And now I'm gonna reveal our twenty cards of what we got graded and what. The grade was. I'll bring in Kevin to uh, to go into this, and uh, let's hope for the best. Here we go. All right, guys. Here we go. We finally uh, got our PSA cards back graded. We uh, we sent these in at the national July thirty first. We just got them in today, uh, and I'm pumped. Let's see what we get. So we'll start off with this first box. Now this is twenty cards because. We went with the um, the eighteen dollar grade, basically. Um, and now I wanna. All right, here we go. All right, so I'm gonna hold off on that one because that's that's the one that I've been waiting for um, out of all of them. So we'll we'll hold the Cade over here, and uh, we'll go off. So this is the first one. Mac Jones. I think it's a base prism. Uh, 2021. Rookie. Here we go. Let's see what we get. A 10. Let's go. There we go. First 10 of the day. Let's go. All right. We put that to the side. All right. Here's our other 18. So it looks like this side is the front. We'll put these to the side. Put this down here. Here we go. First one, Cade Cunningham, Don Russ, rated rookie. Regular base out of Don Russ. Here we go. A 10, Gem Mint 10. Let's go. Here we go. That's two 10s in a row there, baby. We are looking good. All right, another same card, base, Don Russ, rated rookie. 
Ah, our first nine. Mint nine. Okay, not bad. Hey, two tens and a nine. That's, uh, we take those. Here we go. Uh, this is a Josh Allen prism. I believe this is a base as well. Uh, so here we go. Oh, nine. All right. Mosaic prism. We get a nine silver. All right. Now we got Patrick Mahomes. This is a pink camo out of mosaic as well, I believe. So uh, pink camo prism. Here we go. Boom! Ten. Let's go. All right. Hey, two nines, three tens so far. All right, we got a Zach Wilson prism base. Nine. Okay. Okay. Hey, listen. We take those. We take those. All right. Here we go with Kevin's. So uh, all of these that we've shown so far have been mine. Trey Murphy. This is an auto out of uh, contenders. So here we go. Playoff ticket to 99. Trey Murphy autograph. Gem mint 10. We take those, Kev. We take those. Let's go. We got a Mac Jones again. Here we go. This is out of mosaic as well. I think this is a prism. It may be a silver, but I forget. So here we go. Let's go. Another 10 for Jerry. Here we go. NFL debut mosaic base prism out of uh, mosaic. So that's, that's beautiful. We take those. Another 10. All right. Michael Porter Jr. out of 15. Equinox autograph. Here we go. Oh, all right. Mint 9. Listen, Kev, we take those. I thought I was going to be able to have him on to uh, to do this. This is the one card that he's been waiting for. So this is an auto um, out of Don, uh, Don Russ. Michael Parsons. Rookie. And again, I thought I was going to have Kev on here to uh, to check out the cards as well. Uh, but he couldn't make it, so here I am. Here we go. Micah. Boom! A nine. Okay. Hey, listen. That's out of, you know, for a clearly Don Russ, uh, I mean, that's for an acetate card. They're very hard to grade. And uh, we got a nine out of it. And it's an auto. Rated rookie, Micah Parsons, best defensive player in the league. This is another one that I've been waiting for, and I want to hold that to the end as well. This is another one that I want to hold to the end. All right. So these two autos, Malik Willis, Big Kahuna, and Josh Giddy, uh, out of Contenders auto. And this one was a mojo um, from Draft Picks Prism out of 25, Cade Cunningham. So here we go. Cade Cunningham Prism uh, base, I believe. This is Kev's. Here we go. Oof. Yikes. All right. That's a seven. That's our worst grade so far. We got a Clay Thompson. This is a 75th anniversary out of 75. Prism 2021. Here we go. Clay Thompson. Boom. Okay. Nine. Diamond Prism. Red Cracked. Um, you know, it, again, we take those. That's, that's all I'm going to keep saying. We take those. As long as it's above a nine, like nine, nine, ten, whatever. Here we go. 
LaMelo Ball rated rookie out of Donruss Optic. Oof. Yikesies. All right. Um, worst grade so far. Um, yeah. And I and we kind of we kind of thought that this was going to happen with this one. Um, and uh, we were right. Yikes. Hyper pink. Six. Jalen Green. This is a thick boy. Out of Origins. I think this is an auto. I don't know. I don't remember if this is an auto. But uh, here we go. This is Kevin's. Oof. An eight. Okay. Not terrible. Not terrible. For a thick card, it's not terrible. LaMelo Ball again. Here we go. This is another thick one. This is out of Obsidian. This is another one of Kevin's. All right. All right. We take the nine. We take the nine. We definitely take the nine. James Wiseman. Ten. There we go, Kev. Back on the board. Red Mosaic out of 2021 Mosaic. And Justin Herbert, this is a uh, this is out of prism, and I think it's a base. I want to say it's a base. It's not a rookie. This is 2021 uh, or 2000, yeah, 2021. I don't think it's a rookie. So here we go. This is mine. Boom! All right, we take the nine. Oh, this is a rookie. I forgot about that. Okay. Yes, sir. This is out of tw uh, 2020 Panini Prism. We take those. That's a nine. Okay. All right. These are the big ones. So I'm going to start off with the Giddy. Giddy. Auto. Out of Contenders. Let's see what we get. Oof. I was hoping for a 10. I really was hoping for a 10, but I take I take the nine. I haven't had a bad grade yet. I've had nines and tens, and I take those. So let's go. All right. We move on to the other big card here it is this is like one of the first hobby boxes that I've opened up was a um, Bowman University I did it on the day of the draft which I was pumped about uh, and I just decided to open up this box I ended up getting two boxes I believe uh, and this is the card I pulled one of the bigger cards out of that box and I'm pumped big kahuna Malik Willis Auto to, I believe, ah, oh, man, I forget the number that it was out of. Maybe 135? I think it was 135. So here we go. What if I held it? Oh, we got a mint. We got a mint nine. Let's go. Yeah. At, oh, this is out of 150. It was 135 on the print. I was close. Or 133 on the print. I was, yeah. But hey, that's nice. His auto is terrible, though. All right, this is the biggest card probably out of all of these cards of mine. Um, out of 25, Mojo Prism. Out of Draft Picks 2021. Let's go! We get a 10. We get a fucking 10. Let's go. That's huge. That's huge. That will do it for our first PSA grading um, haul, I guess you want to call it. But yes, we take those 10. Cade, let's go. All right, so it wasn't that bad. 
it wasn't that bad. You know, we could have did better, but I'm happy about it. The one card that I, you know, I was loving. The uh, you know, prior to that, and I was hoping that I would do well. Did well, got a ten. My Cade Cunningham, Mojo Prism, uh, out of draft picks, out of twenty five. Pumped about that. I'm a little upset about the Malik Willis, Big Kahuna getting a, a nine. Uh, Josh Giddy as well getting the nine, but you know, uh, overall I thought it was a success. Uh, um, you know, I don't know if I'm gonna hold on to some of them or I'm gonna try to sell them right away. I think the Kate Cunningham and and the Malik Willis I might have to try to sell right away because they are in their college uniform, so um, that is a a, a big thing uh, in terms of that. But but overall, not too bad, not too bad. Uh, Madden time. Let's get into Madden Ultimate Team and the releases, and then we'll get out of here. Um, so we had a title update, and I'll get it get into that right after um, I just name these guys that uh, have been released. Um, and now we're into the 92 overalls, which I'm very uh, happy about. All right, so here we go. This week's releases, uh, we had... For week five, team of the week, we had 91 overall um, Russell Wilson, 91 overall Travis Kelsey, 91 overall Brandon Marshall, and a 91 overall Tyler Law. We also, for week six now, we had a 92 overall Leonard Floyd, a 92 overall Jamar Chase, 92 overall CJ Gardner-Johnson, a 92 overall Todd Heap, and a 92 overall uh, Richard Seymour. Richard Seymour is a staple in uh, Madden Ultimate Team. Most Feared came out now. It's October. Halloween's coming around the corner. You know you're going to see Most Feared. And here we go. Most Feared. 92, Stefan Gilmore. 92, Harold Car- Carmichael. 92, Julius Peppers. And then 92, Derrick Henry, along with a 92, Derwin James. We had AKA players. We had a Walter Payton Sweetness, 92. And a 92 overall, Javon Curse. I have... Walter Payton now on the team. Love it. I even love the 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 gangster like holding the ball out with one hand. Um but yeah, sweetness is on the squad. Uh Legends, 92 Dante Culpepper and 92 Adam Vinatieri and a 92 Aeneas Williams. Uh and now we finally got team at, uh team diamonds which was delayed because of um the hurricane. So for the AFC East, we had the Jets with a 92 overall, Victor Green, Patriots 92, Lawyer Malloy, Dolphins 92, Mark Clayton, and the Bills 92, Pete Metzlars. Uh The South, we have the Colts 92. These are all 92, so I'm going to stop saying that. Uh, Colts, Burt Jones, Texans, Brian Cushing, Jaguars, Tony Baselli, Titans, Samari Roll, Bengals, Willie Anderson, Steelers, Heinz Ward, Browns, Bernie Kosar. Ravens, Jacoby Jones, which I love. Um, Chargers, Charlie Joyner. Chiefs, Ed Budd. Raiders, Rod Martin. Broncos, Terrell Davis. Cowboys, Jay Witt. Jay Witt is in the building finally. Uh, Eagles, Keith Byers. Uh, Commanders, London Fletcher. Giants, Keith Hamilton. Falcons, D'Angelo Hall. Saints, Sammy Knight. Buccaneers, Jimmy, jo- uh, Jimmy Giles. Panthers, Greg Olson. Packers, Donald Driver. Lions, Glover Quinn. Bears, Matt Forte. Vikings, Chad Greenway. 
Cardinals, Darnell Dockett, Seahawks, Doug Baldwin, 49ers, Joe Perry, and the Rams, Kevin Carter. Now, we had a title update, and I played some last night, and I am absolutely very happy with um, the update. So, here we're, I'm, I'm just going to get into really Madden Ultimate Team. But uh, it fixed issue causing crash on field pass reward. Again, we're into Season 2 now. And the reward for um, Season 2, before I move along with the, the title update, the rewards for uh, Season 2, you get a level 31. At level 31, you get a 90 Bobby Wagner. At level 41, you get a 92 Josh Allen, which is nice. And at level 51, the one that I'm waiting for, 94 Deion Sanders. Love it. And they finally, you know, I feel like every year, uh, me and my buddy talk about it all the time. There's such a, there's such a disrespect for Deion Sanders in Madden Ultimate Team lately. You know, his, his man-to-man, which is absolutely the best man-to-man cornerback in the NFL ever, the best cornerback ever. And he just gets disrespected when it comes to, you know, man-to-man. It's crazy to me. But uh, they fixed the issue causing crash on field pass rewards. Uh, they improved field pass extra point total and level display. Consolidated rewards flow display. Various player images updated. Uh, fixed Im- uh, issue causing disconnect within field pass Fixed an issue causing soft lock in uh, squads, which I've had that a couple of times. Um, removed scaling issue throughout screens. General stability improvements and fixed issue with sets that was causing a crash. Um, is there anything else that I want to talk about? Uh, there was a bunch of authenticity updates with some players, their uh, face scans. Uh, uniform updates, Cowboys with the uh, helmet added for color rush. Um, Presentation, shorten the end of drive flow and face of the franchise. Uh, Yeah, so this is basically um, what we were looking at. You know, there's a bunch of updates. You want to check them out, you can go to uh, Madden or EA.com slash Madden and check that out. But yes, season two is here, prime time. And, uh, I'm excited, and I'm hoping to get my boy Dion. Uh, but that will do it for running up the score and Jerry Napoleonello here. Uh, I'm Jerry. B. Breezy. B. Breezy. And it is all over! You've been listening to Running Up the Score. We run up the score on Sports Radio.